0: Gapology Radio with your hosts Mark Tinas and Brian Brockhoff. This is your leadership development podcast where they share unique insights with the purpose of helping leaders achieve their greatest potential. You can learn more by reading their books, Gapology, Imbar, and Speed of Purpose, or by participating in one of their workshops. All of this and more can be found on their website, Gapology.org. Hey everybody, welcome to Gapology Radio. If you prefer listening to your books rather than reading them, make sure to check out our Audible version of our flagship book, Gapology. Just search for Gapology on the Audible website or visit our own website, gapology.org. As for tonight, we're kicking off a three part series where we're discussing individual contributors and sharing some tips using the methods that we describe in our leadership books. These tips, when applied, can really give these workers some great strategies to put into place if they have the desire to move into a leadership role. This week, we're going to explore how they can leverage the teachings from our latest book, Speed of Purpose. So let's go ahead and get the show rolling with Martinez. Hey, Mark, how are you doing? Hey, Brian. Good. Good, good. How are things out there? It's a little
1: hot, um, but again, no humidity here in California or not much,
0: so... Yeah, It's only
1: 95 today. So we're, uh, we're cooking, but, uh, Mm -hmm. we're making things happen. So
0: yeah, that's good. Yeah. We've got uh, nineties all next week. Um, and it's, you know, here it's like a thousand percent humidity, so it's going to be muggy for sure. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I'm done with all these weddings. You know, this is definitely the season for weddings. You know, I had my sons, you know, a few weeks ago and my nephew was last weekend and all this craziness. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, been a busy season for sure. Well, thanks for all the
1: good work you do at those uh, ceremonies. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks. Well, True.
0: you know, it was interesting. My, uh, I was talking to Joanne and we were talking about gapology, and and it was interesting. She had a, a really a great idea um, that I'm glad we're going to cover on this series. Uh, you know, on uh, on the podcast here. You know, she was asking. You know, so what are what are the the people who are not managers how do they leverage your products you know is there you know some way that they can do it and i you know my initial thought is well you know everything that we design is designed for leaders but as we were talking about you know there's really an opportunity for everyone to be a leader and there's a lot of opportunity for people who have the desire to be a leader to you know acquire some some skills from our books and that kind of thing there's a lot of things there that i think people could leverage, you know, the the vast majority of workers out out there are not managers, are not leaders. You know, we have salespeople, construction workers, postal workers, whatever, that, you know, the vast majority are not leaders. So how do they move up? So I thought this would be a a cool topic, and I thought we could leverage each of the books um, as we go through it. So what are your thoughts?
1: Well, my first thought is that I've always known JoLien was the brains of the operation. So... (laughs) Oh, there's no doubt about that. Um, I, I applaud her <laughs> for her insight. Uh, she's absolutely correct. Absolutely. Um, but there there is a huge opportunity for a new leader or someone who's not a leader yet, but becoming a leader uh, to leverage Gapology, Speed of Purpose, MBAR, all of that. So mm-hmm. uh, tonight we're starting with Speed of Purpose, but we we were all there we were all at that point in our careers yeah. and we developed a way to lead. And if the non-leaders, you know, and leaders can listen to these simple tactics to to fully leverage the tools, I, I think they can benefit immensely. So mm-hmm. yeah. I applaud JoLianne for her insight.
0: Yeah, very good. Joe, will love that.
1: Yeah, well, you know I'm right too, I mean. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, in in our um, audible version of Gapology, she was Maddie, right? And Maddie Maddie's our hero forever. So that's Julianne to me. So yeah, <laughs> she'll love that. So can I jump in then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're becoming a leader, uh, there's some things that are important for you to know. The first would be that having a purpose of your leadership a purpose in your life changes everything and if you can establish a purpose develop a purpose uh you'll move much quicker we wrote a book called speed of purpose that talks about the speed of moving with a purpose versus not having one so if you can develop a purpose for yourself or for the team that you're on your organization may not have one And we've seen many examples where the organization at some point realizes, wow, this leader, this new leader is leading with this purpose. Maybe we should have that purpose for our entire organization. And it changes uh, the total career of that individual. But whether it's defined for yourself or for the team that you're on, it can be incredibly powerful because it aligns the group, it creates alignment and you can share it and it creates a power and an energy that is not there otherwise. So find the purpose in what you're doing, share it with the team and go after it every day and you will be dramatically more successful.
0: Yeah, I think it is absolutely critical to be introspective at times to really look at, so what do you want to stand for? You know, even even within your your holistic life, right? But specifically in your career. So what is the purpose? What, what do you want to stand for? How can you tap into your life's goals, your objectives? Um, I think it's really critical to define these elements in very, very specific terms to make sure that you're working toward them.
1: Yeah, and the the alignment that it can achieve in the people around you Mm -hmm. when you model it is pretty amazing. Yeah. So you separate yourself. It sort of becomes your personal brand. Right. And it defines you. And when people think of you in relation to that purpose, that's a big win. And it can carry you forward for many years. So don't underestimate it understand that it will uh, separate you from the group. It will create this brand that others may not have. And again, it may be something that the organization needs. Certainly the team needs it, but the organization may need it. And uh, it it can be of great significance.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, absolutely. You know, it reminds me of a a gentleman that worked at uh, the last company that I was working with. So he was a, on the phone, kind of a phone sales guy and talk about somebody who had a personal brand. And, you know, I mean, everything he did was just stellar and he really was recognized by the overall organization. You know, he was a young guy, fresh out of college and, you know, was hungry, but really was a a personable person, very, um, willing to step out of his own responsibilities to help others and coach others. Um, When you said that personal brand thing, his face instantly popped into my mind. So I think there is that thing that you can do to um, build that personal brand as a individual contributor.
1: Well, let's stay there for a minute. So we we each have a personal brand, whether we like it or not, Yeah. Um, whether it's good or bad. Uh, Take control of it and make it great. And one of the ways to have a great personal brand is to have a purpose, a purpose that you declare, a purpose that you share with others, a purpose that you model. Mm -hmm. It changes everything. Yeah. Love it. So think about that. It's career changing. It's life changing. And uh, we all have a personal brand. What would others say about you? Yeah. Yeah. If uh, if references were called, what would all of your your peers and your supervisors say about you? That's your personal brand, like it or not. That's your personal brand. Mm-hmm. What if they said that individual is driven by purpose? They're amazing. They're fully aligned with their purpose. They serve others. Uh, they share immensely. Uh, they are the top performer and so on and so on. So your personal brand is there like it or not.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Love that. So when we when we look at purpose, we when we wrote speed of purpose, we broke it into three pieces, people, performance and process. Because purpose is made up of those three. And when you're looking to create speed of purpose, which means accelerating at a pace that no one without purpose can touch. Um, Those three things, people, performance, and process, uh, are are what make that up. Uh, we, we, We lead with people. So when you have a purpose, the people around you are enrolled. It sort of brings them into it. Tell them about it. Explain it to them. It enrolls them. They want to sign up. Most people do not have purpose. Most organizations do not have purpose. So when you come with one, you're already uh, distinguished from the group. And it can really change the organization. It can certainly change the team that you're on. And this enrollment process, meaning they want to sign up, they want to be part of it, is because it inspires them. Uh, Have a great purpose. We detail in Speed of Purpose how to develop that, but realize that purpose inspires others to join. And one of the big ways you, you can bring this to life is to model it. So your behavior should equal the purpose. So you need to figure out within the purpose that you design, that you develop, what are the behaviors that are equal to that? And when you come up with those and learn to model those, again, it, it comes to life, it makes it real. It's not words on a wall, it's real. It's, it's in the behavior. And so you should be able to, to define the behaviors that equal the purpose. Once that comes together, you wanna to talk about speed of purpose. That's, that's where it begins right there. And it moves very quickly. And no one can touch that. So that that's the beginning point. And it's all about the people that you work with and sharing the purpose that you have uh, for, for your life, for your work, for the organization and or the team.
0: Yeah. So with people, I think it's really important to define who those people are that are involved in you helping you achieve your goals. Um, and helping you achieve your purpose. If they're, so, you know, there's two different kind of people, the people that take you away from your purpose and the people that help drive you toward your purpose. And I think it's important to define who those people are and get the the ones that really are going to be there to help support you, um, get them involved in your life, try to cut out the people that are pulling you away from your purpose Um, because the people who you surround yourself with that, that really helps form who you're going to be, you know, find somebody who's, um, really winning somebody who's excelling, um, find out what they're doing, find people that are achieving their own purpose, get them involved in your life. Um, I think it's important to surround yourself with people who are achieving the things that they're really working toward.
1: Yeah. I mean, I had my first real job when I was 18. And I stayed there 11 years. I don't know if you know that, Brian. Wow, no. Yeah, I stayed there 11 years. And when I look back at the leader that I joined when I was 18, at that team, um, he really helped me define my purpose because he modeled it and had one. Mm -hmm. And we had so much fun every day. He made work fun. That was one, one of the big things for him. He made it competitive. So we always had numbers. We were measured, but it was fun. It was, it was always in, in fun. And he then taught us how to be excellent at each of the aspects of our work so that we felt good about it. So we felt excellent. So we knew we were the best at what we did. And those things I've carried forward uh, many, many years since then. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate the leadership and the purpose that he brought, you know, to, to my life and to my leadership. He changed my leadership forever. Yeah. So from that moment forward, not only was I the top performer on his team, I became the top performer on every team I've ever been on mm-hmm. because of what he showed me. Yeah. Wow. And um, he had a purpose. He didn't call it that. He didn't call it that, but it was very real. Mm-hmm. And it was inspiring. I couldn't wait to go to work. Mm-hmm. Think about that yeah. in today's world. Yeah. I couldn't wait to go to work. <laughs> I would yes. show up early. I would invite as many people as I, I could to come see me on that day at, at work because it was fun and it was exciting. And we were changing people's lives at the same time. So,
0: Yeah. Just think about the topic we talked about last week. On the podcast, Downstream Impact. Think about his downstream impact on you. That's incredible.
1: Oh, yeah. He totally changed my life. Yeah. No doubt about it. He, um, he also taught me how to play tennis. Oh, okay. Which is a major part of my life today. Mm -hmm. So he, he understood work life balance, he understood purpose. Uh, he, uh, he's incredible. So I, uh, i've I've shared that with him, by the way and and thanked him for that. oh, that's great. and uh recently mentored his daughter hmm. uh, to achieve her career objectives as well. Oh,
0: nice, yeah, yeah, full circle, perfect,
1: yeah, yeah, that's nice. so the next piece of of purpose is to define it in terms of performance. so most people that have a purpose. Don't measure it effectively. So you need to determine for your purpose, what are the metrics that equal excellence? It's not as easy as it sounds, but you can do it. What are the metrics that equal excellence? What's that look like? And then you need to begin measuring it. So think about this. You can measure purpose once you've done that. When you know what the metrics are that equal excellence, You can measure, you can measure the team, you can measure individuals, you now can measure purpose, and you know that it's equal to those behaviors when they're fully executed that drive those metrics. This is huge. Once you connect this piece, it's huge because it totally brings the purpose to life. And it tells you within your team who is living the purpose and who is not. One of the things that really helped me over the years in terms of performance is to always set my bar, my level of expectations above that of the organization and my supervisor. So if my supervisor expected 95% on a given metric, that would not be my number. I would set my number at 96 or 97 I would always work to achieve something higher than the organization or my supervisor expected. Through that, I've generally been able to perform at that level, and it's helped my teams perform at a different level. So just because someone sets a a certain metric, don't subordinate to that. Set your own. Understand your own fully execute the purpose and the behaviors you've defined and see what that equals and go after that. It, it can be quite uh, quite game-changing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think the individual contributors out there who want to be a leader, they need to understand what levels of performance from their own contributions, first of all, will help the team win. And how can you contribute To that performance level at a high level. So, you know, defining those performance levels, you know, to gain clarity around the level of execution that you need to be a top performer. Um, Define those expectations. A lot of times leaders don't provide expectations. So define your own. And I love what you said that, you know, set your bar higher than the organization setting it. So if you don't have any, you know, make sure that you're setting them, but look at the top performers, see what they're doing and then set your bar higher. Um, I think in a lot of ways, performance as a, as one of the three drivers for uh, speed of purpose, um, is so critical because it's, it's how you're being seen as a individual contributor. You have to be seen as a top performer in order to ever be able to be considered to be a leader. Um, you know, you have to be able to do before you can to lead in a lot of ways. Um, or at least to be given that opportunity to lead. So I think looking at your performance level, um, setting your bar higher and then executing, I think that's critical.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Well said. So the last part of speed of purpose is the processes of the organization. Do they align with the purpose? Uh, Today I had lunch at In-N-Out Burger, one of your favorite places, Brian. Okay. (laughs) And one of the things I love about them is their processes are so consistent. Mm -hmm. When you go through the drive-through, how they repeat back the order, and how they thank you. And all those pieces are so consistent. It's an amazing organization. Uh, Sorry for those of you on the East Coast that don't get to experience that. Mm -hmm. Um, But regardless of what it is, do the processes align with the purpose? and at in and out they do, but you need to measure and experience the processes of your organization. Are they aligned with the purpose? Often they're developed by different people. So does the IT team know your purpose? Because they may develop the process and it may not align with your purpose. So you need to work towards alignment there. It, it is a big deal. Also, look at yourself when you look at process. Do you model the behavior that equals your purpose? That's a big deal. And that really is a process. Brian and I used to work for an individual who uh, talked about customer service in meetings and then would ignore customer service and customers in visiting a retail store. So it wasn't real. The process was not aligned with the purpose. It sent a message to the team that, well, the customer doesn't really matter. Brian and I learned to run away from conversation to a customer because the customer matters most and to set that example. So whatever your processes are, make sure they align with the purpose you've defined. When that all comes together, the people, the performance metrics and all that that we've talked about and the processes, it all comes together and it becomes very real. And you as a, as a, a new leader become a champion and uh, it feels really good and it changes everything. It creates a career. It creates a legacy that that can't be defined in any other way that I know of.
0: Right. Yeah. So often, you know, coming up, you know, early in my career and that I would see other people trying to get ahead the wrong way, you know, in ways that wouldn't align with someone's purpose, if they thought about it through that lens, you know, they thought winning was everything and, you know, uh, rules, um, integrity, all those things out the window at the exp, you know, as an expense to winning. And and I, I don't believe that. I think long-term, um, if you want to really achieve your purpose, you have to do it the right way. You have to set the process in place that's going to do it the right way. I think uh, there's a lot of structured methodology that you can put in place. Um, and in our books, we we lay out a lot of those processes to help you succeed and win. Um, so, so I would say to the individual contributors out there, you know, Uh, do it the right way, but set strategic processes that's going to help you get there. You know, look at where you want to end up, look at where you are now, define the steps in between, and then work it the right way.
1: Yeah, when you help others to win, when you help others to lead and advance their careers, it all comes back to reflect positively on you. Yep. So help as many as you can. And uh, it's, it's all about, all about purpose and it can, it can, it's very rewarding. So, Mm -hmm.
0: yeah, you know, with leaders, we always talk about looking in the mirror. I think that's the same thing goes here. Um, Always begin by looking at your own performance first within your current role. Um, Ensure that you're getting and producing the best things that you can, best results that you can while being supportive of the rest of the team. Um, just doing that alone is going to make you stand out among your peer group in a lot of ways, and give you a, a big edge when the, you know, your next dream job pops up. Um, I think it puts you in a good position for that. Well said. Well done. Okay. Well, cool. Well, next week we'll uh, explore the same topic from the perspective of Imbar. So that'll be good to to revisit Imbar wow. again. So. So we give Julian a
1: hug for me, William. <laughs>
0: I will. I will. She will love it. She'll definitely All listen right. to this episode. <laughs> thanks, well. Brian. All right. Thanks, Mark. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good night. You too. Bye. All right. That'll do it from here. For more information on Speed of Purpose or any of our other books or workshops, head on over to our website, Gapology.org. Everyone have a fantastic week. will talk to you soon. This has been a Gapology production. Visit us at Gapology.org.